0: Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, we're so pleased to have in our in-studio guests today two representatives from the New Jersey Community Capital Institution. We have Mr. Ken Bland and Ms. Brittany Austin. Welcome to the program.
1: Thank Thank you. Thanks for having us.
0: Before we jump into New Jersey Community Capital, um, Ken and Brittany, can you share with our audience a, a little bit about your education and background? We'll let sure. ladies go first. Okay, Let me get a little closer.
2: <laughs> so, my name is Brittany Austin. Um, I'm originally from Philadelphia. I actually went to Rutgers University for my undergraduate degree um, and then taught for a little bit in Memphis, Tennessee, moved back up here, and finished off my graduate degree at University of Pennsylvania in Philly. Yep.
1: My name is Ken. I'm originally from Newark, New Jersey, uh, moved to Edison, and actually started to work, instead of go to school, I started at a community bank. I started as a teller, moved to uh, community relations and worked with the Community Reinvestment Act. And um, then I heard about New Jersey Community Capital, saw the work that they were doing statewide, and had a great opportunity to become a lending officer and then across several different sectors that affect the community directly.
0: That is, that is excellent. And, Brittany, you are the social impact analyst. Yep. That sounds pretty serious. What What, not, what,
2: not what is serious, the, the key, key,
0: key responsibilities for you?
2: Um, so what I do is really look at our uh, lending portfolio and look at, look at our different lines of business and see how those different lines of business impact um, distressed communities, usually distressed communities that we focus on um, at NJCC. Um, That also might just mean, you know, making sure that our funders understand um, our impact in these communities and I'm able to articulate what type of impact we've had.
0: Okay. So, I mean, when it comes to looking at performance metrics, Mm -hmm. you show how well you've done or where you need to improve?
2: Exactly.
0: Yep. So um, what is a CDFI? What what is this? I I hear that phrase all the time.
1: You want to take that away, Britt?
2: Um, Sure. So uh, CDFI is a community development financial institution. Um, It was sort of the child of the Community Reinvestment Act, um, which mandates that banks um, allocate a certain amount of their resources in uh, low-income or distressed communities, communities that otherwise wouldn't necessarily have capital um, or access to capital. So CDFIs are able to give people more affordable rates um lending rates i i think that would be right right
1: well we do uh, offer a lot of different um terms that are more favorable for buyers um if you're struggling with your credit and you can't uh, get other banks to look at your conventional lending institutions we can you know give loans to people who have struggling credit we also can give a loan to an individual who can't offer as much collateral um, unfortunately, our interest rates do um, usually are a little higher because yeah. we have a spread that we have to mm-hmm. add on top of what the banks are lending the money to us for. Um, you know, some of the grants that we receive allow us to lend at really um, really low rates. For example, we had an initiative called Rebuild after Hurricane Sandy, and um, that allowed us to have a, a short turnaround uh, interest loan with four four uh, percent fixed rate. And it was for small business owners who were directly affected by Hurricane Sandy. We were allowed, we were able to give them equipment if it was ruined or help them with real estate that was ruined. And um, we had a portfolio for about 50 loans. Out of that 50, about 47 are uh, matured and completely repaid. And with that uh, pool of funds, we we're looking to uh, start a small business platform with a larger scale and scope.
0: Very nice. And with a smaller business platform, means that you'll be able to lend money to uh, folks who want to start businesses?
1: Small business. Small business. um, Mm -hmm. I should take a step back. We um, initially um, started out as an affordable housing lending institution, and um, we decided to take a more comprehensive approach to community revitalization. So then we added charter school lending. uh, Then we added larger economic development project lending by utilizing New Markets tax credits. And most recently, after our rebuild initiative, um, with that um, pool of capital, we're looking to get into small business lending and continue our comprehensive approach.
0: And so for the uh, small business person who's thinking about getting into business, uh, what, what, what size of loans are you talking about, from, from from a minimum to a maximum?
1: I would say our minimum is uh, around 75000 and uh, we go upwards of um, half a million. And we have a lot of resources for, you know, loans smaller than that, um, a lot of micro lenders that we partner with, and we also partner with a lot of conventional lending institutions that can offer larger loan sizes as well.
0: Very nice, very nice. And what is the criteria? Uh, Is there a training program that uh, a person who who has an idea for a particular type of business, let's say they need $100,000, what is the process that they have to go through in order to qualify to be considered for that size loan
1: well we would start off just with a conversation you know we're people just like everyone else we want to get a feel for the individual Um, the worst thing that uh, we could do is give somebody a loan that's not prepared for that loan so we don't want to ruin anyone's credit or give someone debt that they can't handle so we get a feel for their history their experience in the field then after that we talk about the business itself we do an industry analysis kind of get an idea of the industry that they're looking to get into or that they're in afterwards you know the real lending criteria starts you know is there collateral that can be offered Um, do we think that you could possibly um, you know be approved for a better loan at a conventional financial institution because sometimes you know we look at a loan and say you know what we think you would be better off at a bank that can give you better terms than we can sometimes we fill that void you know maybe you know you're not exactly ready for a bank loan yet but what we can do is give you a short term and bridge the gap so that by the time you're finished with us, your business has grown enough for you to be prepared for a bank loan. So I think that uh, we start off with the application. Um, after we get the application, we look at a personal financial statement that breaks down the, the borrower's uh, financial culture. And then um, after that, if we make it past the preliminary analysis, then we get into the financial analysis.
0: And so that uh, th- always th- Throughout the interviews that I do, I want to make sure that people can get in touch with you because we have folks who might come in in the first 10 minutes and come back later. Um, where can they contact you, Ken?
1: Well, um, I am on the website for New Jersey Community Capital.org, dot, dot mm-hmm. and Brittany is as well.
2: Let me check it out to make sure we don't give anybody any wrong information.
0: That is correct. NewJerseyCapital.org. <laughs> okay, yes. Good. And uh, so you're on the website, and, and they will contact you?
1: Yes, uh, mm-hmm. all my contact information is on the website, and um, I have no problem. Even if, you know, we're not the institution for you that can give you the loan. Uh, we offer, you know, one-on-one technical assistance, and if we can't help you the best, we have a lot of resources that actually can sit down, walk you through a business plan model, a pro forma projection model, and um, all the necessary um, documentation that you would need for a lint for a loan application.
0: And your business is based in—is it Edison? Is that correct? New uh, Brunswick, I'm sorry. Correct. Yep. New, Brunswick. New
1: Brunswick. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And hours of operation, nine to five. Twenty-four seven. Twenty-four seven. Call him, not
1: me. <laughs> uh, you know, it it says nine to five, but you know, most of us get in there a lot earlier and leave a lot later. Yeah.
0: And and what has been, for the people who have been successful in working with the New Jersey Community Capital, um, what are those key ingredients that you see that are consistent across the, the, the businesses that are successful?
1: Well, I would say two. I think uh, number one is passion. And I'd say the second is experience. If you have experience in your field, and you're, you know, you're dedicated and you're passionate about it. In my experience, those have been individuals who um, have been most successful.
0: And um, any uh, Brittany, from your perspective, anything that you've seen in regards to, um, when you look at the, the impact, the social impact of, of the areas that have had success, are there some common threads that you've seen in your analysis as to why they were successful?
2: Well, I think that it's 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 hard to sort of give a one-size-fits-all answer to what success means for a community. Oh, sure. I think that mm-hmm. um, Ken and I probably maybe look at success differently in how we think about success in our jobs and that he might look at it on an, you know, as an individual borrower and I may look at it as a certain community, you know, not that you're not thinking about it, but in sort of the day-to-day grind. But um, I think that the idea of New Jersey Community Capital taking a holistic approach to revitalization is sort of the key to success. Let's
0: talk about that holistic approach. Mm
2: Yeah. Define it.
0: Define it for our audience. Um,
2: I think that Ken mentioned sort of the different lines of business that we have. Um, We have CAPC that sort of works to acquire vacant properties um, or abandoned properties. A lot of their real estate is in Newark, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Um, He mentioned the restart program, which um, go ahead.
1: Well, yeah, I, I, um, I spoke on the rebuild program. And just, you know, for the listeners out out there, the acronym CAPC, C-A-P-C, stands for Community Asset okay. Preservation Corporation. Yep. And that's our real estate subsidiary located in Newark on Halsey Street. And they're a nonprofit real estate development arm of ours that have been very successful, like Brittany mentioned, in Newark, Jersey City. And um, I think they're looking to get into Patterson and Trenton as well. But uh, we also have uh, an initiative named Restart, and what that did was combat the foreclosure crisis that affected, you know, New Jersey in a very, very dynamic way after the 2008 Mm -hmm. economic debacle. We were able to do, and this was cutting edge, was uh, bulk purchase a lot of the um, foreclosed and underwater mortgages from. Uh, FHA from Fannie and Freddie, and we were able to modify those mortgages and allow, you know, major um, numbers of the community to stay in their homes as opposed to being, you know, removed from their homes.
0: That is awesome. That is really... I, I remember during our conversation a couple of months ago, you, you, you were talking about that. I had not heard about that program. Mm-hmm. Is that program still in, in effect? Uh, it is
1: still in effect, and i got to give all credit to our, our president, Wayne Meyer, who uh, came to New Jersey Community Capital in 2008. Um, bef- no, you know what? It was in 2009, and he came from Hands, which is a, uh, a nonprofit uh, developer in Orange that's doing mm-hmm. a lot of great work as well, and he brought this brilliant idea. And since then, um, it's just, you know, taken off.
0: So, if someone currently is in a situation, they could contact you to to see if they would qualify for this for this program
1: Well unfortunately, we are a commercial lender so mm-hmm. we had to buy the uh, the mortgages from uh, the quasi government institutions right right mm-hmm.
0: right but there is if uh, that possibility still exists though the opportunity
1: well uh, if their home is within the pool that we purchased, then you know. They're definitely okay. um, you know going to be helped, but as an indiv- on an individual sure. by individual right. basis, right. we uh, don't do those type of loans.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, when you look at 2016, um, if you would say to someone who is a home, uh, someone looking to buy a home, mm-hmm. what advice would you give them? Hmm.
1: Considering oh, that well, we
0: <laughs> con- considering that we've come out of the the 2008-2009 crisis Mm
1: -hmm. well uh, I would would tell them to do their homework as far as the market is concerned you know um, you never want to buy your house when the market is at its peak you know Um, you want to make sure that uh, the market is stable as far as you know property taxes are concerned Um, and I I would tell them to shop around you know most people go to one institution get an offer and you know, instead of taking it to multiple institutions to kind of see what's out there, um, they settle before they had a chance to see what the best offer is. Mm
2: -hmm. And I think that in terms of NJCC, if you are sort of a low to moderate income home buyer, we do have a mortgage platform that we're really working on building out right now, um, and that pairs potential homeowners with um, housing counselors, um, that can really help you sort of strengthen your credit and get some of the services that you need to be um, sort of a quote-unquote bankable, you know, potential home buyer. So that's definitely a service that we offer and we work with some amazing housing counselors and even if maybe you didn't matriculate through our program, you could potentially still have access to these homeowners, or excuse me, these uh, housing counselors. So that's definitely a service that we're thinking about and hoping to get more people into.
1: And just to yeah. add to Brittany's point, uh, I think uh, you were referring to the first home club, right? First time home buyers club.
2: Um, well, I'm talking about our like our new mortgage platform.
1: Okay. Okay. Yep. Uh, and I and I know there's a, f- a first home, uh, first time home buyers club that um, allows you to open up a savings account and uh, deposit into that savings account on a monthly basis. Uh, the minimum amount of time in that program is ten months, and it's a four to one match program uh, for the. Uh, Federal um, Federal Home Loan Bank of New York sponsors the program. You said it's a
0: four-to-one four to match program. I, explain that to me. Four-to-one right. sounds... I pretty, I put pretty in right. a yeah. dollar, and, and you put in four. Yes,
1: yeah. yep. So uh, you um, th- the maximum grant amount I think you can receive is $7,000. Um, and that's for um, closing costs and a down payment. And All you have to do is uh, complete the amount of hours for counseling that's required by the program. I think it's six, uh, but I could be wrong, and um, in addition to completing those counseling hours, you also have to deposit, I think a minimum, if you do the 10-month, is $180, and at the end of that time, you will get matched on a four-to-one grant from the Federal Home Loan Bank through different banks throughout the state that work with the Federal Home Loan Bank um, to institute the program.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Ken Bland and Miss Brittany Alston. They are with New Jersey Community Capital and we're talking about how New Jersey Community Capital is helping to revive our urban and non-urban areas. And Brittany, from your perspective, you're an analyst. Um, What have you seen over the last three years in regards to the success of the program and how it's helping to bring back some communities?
2: Well, I think that, you know, I I sort of alluded to it earlier, but I think that um, New Jersey Community Capital is definitely being um, more thoughtful and very progressive in thinking about how to concentrate um, their lending efforts in, in, you know, small geographies to really see a holistic change. I think that we've seen a lot of individual successes in different communities. I think we're realizing that we focused a lot in the northern region of the state and that there are a lot of areas in southern New Jersey, whether it be a Millville, um, Salem County area that really also need a lot of resources, and I think that we're trying to deploy those reser- uh, resource resources. Yeah, very thoughtfully. Um, How
0: about to my hometown, Atlantic City?
2: Um, I I honestly so I know that we have a community strategies program and we Mm -hmm. have been working um, in Atlantic City and just talking with people I'm not you know very um, I'm not sure of all the specifics but our community strategies uh, department definitely works with local governments works with um, planners and different folks who are in this revitalization game and really trying to bring back these communities so so we're we're thinking about definitely we're thinking about an Atlantic City or or smaller cities in this um, in the state that that are facing similar issues. Excellent,
0: and I see here that uh, you just recently celebrated the silver jubilee.
2: Oh yeah, I don't w- Were we there for that?
1: I wasn't. Yeah, we
2: weren't there. Were there for, there for that? that? No, no. But we we did have a jubilee. I think it was last year's an, uh, annual sort of gala. Correct. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Is that is that a? Um, an awards banquet is it? Is it a fundraiser?
1: I wish I wish I knew. You know, we and Brittany both came um, at the beginning of this year. So okay. We just missed it.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, we get we got to talk to uh, the president, Mr. Meyer, <laughs> to make sure that uh, you guys are on the, the guest list next time. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> but that's important because it you know it really shows that um, New Jersey Community Capital is all about the community, and mm-hmm. making sure that. Um, we're reviving our, our urban areas. Yep. Um, any any particular projects that you can talk about that are on the horizon that you're excited about that New Jersey Community capital is w- is working on? Well,
2: do you, do you want to talk about maybe our new markets allocation?
1: I would yeah, well f- I, I don't work directly with the new markets yeah. tax credits, but we just received a 45 million dollar new markets tax credits allocation. So So let's
0: talk about that. Um, Tax credit, sounds nice. Who gets the benefit of it? And what's the objective of that type of program?
1: Well, the objective is to leverage uh, more capital from larger institutions into underserved areas. So, you know, New New Jersey Community Capital, even though, you know, we've been around for a while, we don't have the type of capital that obviously a Goldman would have, Wells, Mm -hmm. Bank of America. And what the new markets tax credit programs allows us to do is to provide uh, tax incentives for these institutions that would incentivize them to come into you know uh, Newark or uh, Patterson, Atlantic City, even, and uh, invest a lot of money so that we can have a Whole Foods or uh, you know different projects of that magnitude. Mm-hmm.
0: Now the Whole Foods that's, o- I guess opening up in oh, Newark, were you, were you guys involved, involved with that?
2: It. Yes. Yeah, that, I think that's a project that NJCC can really be proud of. Um, if I'm not mistaken, there are about 250,000 square feet of mixed-use space, so there will be offices and retail space. People are seeing sort of the uh, actualization of these of these dollars and what it can really do to revive some of the areas that otherwise didn't have mm-hmm. the investment that they would have liked to see or that it, it once had.
0: If I remember correctly, that is the former Haynes yep.
2: building? Yep.
0: I remember when Haynes was in that building <laughs> <laughs> before you guys were born, um, but that that is really great to hear. When is that scheduled to open up? I'm not
2: sure exactly when it is, yeah. I'm not
1: I think, uh, I know it's it's very soon, but I'm not sure on the exact date. We'll have yeah. We'll to get back to you with it. Yeah. yeah, but
2: I definitely think that 2017 is realistic to say. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah.
0: So when you look at your respective careers, n- n- you're new with the New Jersey Community Capital. Um, Ken when I met you at the Greater Newark Enterprise Corporation, what drew me towards talking to you was was really your your dedication your dedication and your desire to really to do something good for the community um What would advice would you give to um the students here at Seton Hall who have a knack for finance but also have a knack for working within a community mm-hmm. to do that um, what, how wh- what advice would you give them to to get involved with an organization like NJCC?
1: Well, I would I would give uh, you know a, a couple of, of pointers. I would say the, the first one is um, you know there's uh, a negative connotation that comes with nonprofit work that you know there's there's no money in it, and I'm not saying that you know we're getting paid millions of dollars, but you know I think that uh, people should realize that if you do decide to work for a nonprofit, you're not you know giving up any opportunity that you'll ever have to make money i think you can you know help the community and put the community first while also you know making a decent amount of money for yourself i think the other thing would be that you know when you have a couple minutes take a look at uh, a list of nonprofits. you know find out what type of nonprofit would attract you that you're passionate about what type of causes or issues that you're passionate about and there's Uh, several organizations that are accepting volunteers all the time and just get involved once you start you know you'll be able to decide whether this was for you or not move on to the next nonprofit but I think the most important thing is uh, just starting
0: now within New Jersey Community Capital Mm -hmm. do you have internships whether they're paid or not paid
1: absolutely yes we're uh, located in New Brunswick as I said before and um, we're we're always looking for new interns to uh, you know
0: and those internships mm-hmm. are—we are
2: we call them actually fellowships. and fellowships, I think that that mm-hmm. is probably an important distinct, uh, distinction mm-hmm. because we we really value our fellows. I think that mm-hmm. our fellows are <laughs> the backbone to some of the work that we do. We have Will. Shout out to Will, who's an amazing fellow. Yes, and absolutely. Really is. What's Will's last name? Oh, what's Will's last Will
1: name? Will Owens the third.
2: Yes. Will Owens Owens the, third. Owens the third. William the third. Yeah. Yes. So I think that he's a perfect example of. of what fellows can be and learn and do at NJCC.
0: And he's currently enrolled at Rutgers or he's something? He's a graduate student at Rutgers okay. Boston School. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. If someone wanted to inquire about your fellows program, mm-hmm. um, who would they, would they call the HR person? that Yes,
1: uh, since we have one now. We do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Our organization has been expanding so rapidly that, um, you know, we... Just now, got a you know first HR person and um, all you know contact information, everything you need is, is on, the on the website.
0: website. Yeah, and, and the that,
2: positions uh, will be posted also.
0: Oh, yeah. good, good. So and and that website it. again is
2: um, New dot
0: org Wonderful, wonderful. And um, again, we I don't know if we got to the the, the answer to the question in regards to the exciting projects that are that are coming up that you can talk about. Oh uh, we, we got onto whole foods which which was great, but is there any particular project coming up that uh, you're particularly excited about?
1: Well, there's a few, but i I really don't like to discuss projects before they come into fruition because you you never know until it's completed. you know, so um, I can appreciate that. I can't say that we do have an exciting initiative called Thrive South Jersey. I think Bunny touched on this earlier where we're really focusing our resources on the entire state. You know, when we started, you know, we did a lot of work in Newark, a lot of work in Jersey City, a lot of work in Patterson, and now we're trying to spread it through Gloucester County, Salem County, Atlantic County, Camden County, and I think that's exciting because there's a lot of potential in South Jersey, and, um, you know, I look forward to being a part of that uh, revitalization effort. Um,
0: are you seeing any, for the for the businesses that you're funding with, with your loans, are you seeing any type of... Um, Big data analytics projects, or manufacturing.
1: Yeah, you know what? There's um, there's a lot of manufacturing. I think um, most of it is in South Jersey. Um, I know there's uh, there's Campbell's in in um, Camden, and uh, they're bringing a lot of a uh, lot of jobs to New, to New Jersey. Um, other than that, I think. Um, you know, most of the manufacturing jobs, you know, fortunately have, have fled.
0: Have fled, but there's also high-tech manufacturing jobs yes. that, that that are coming back. Yes.
1: Uh, we spoke about Bell Works. Oh, yes. Which is in Homedale, the old Bell Labs facility. Right. right. And they have a, a brilliant incubation uh, facility that they're concocting right now. And uh, they're really looking to... Revive the uh, the genius that Bell Labs brought to New Jersey, and they've uh, been you know quite successful with that. I actually visited them a couple weeks ago. Um, uh, Sean Donahue, would like to you know give him a shout out and I thank him for hosting us. And um, they have some very very creative, innovative, and exciting project that they're working on. I'm glad you touched on that.
0: Absolutely, um, Brittany. Is there anything that you would like to share with our audience about the work that you do, <coughs> and if someone said i like to be an analyst um yeah what what are the key steps to to to, to take that uh, dream forward
2: um well i think that i think that community and economic development is an amazing field that really sort of merges um some of the finance and the technical skills that are required um in finance but often sort of folks take a traditional route and going to traditional fi- uh, lending institutions i think that what a NJCC can do or what a CDFI uh, community development financial institution can do is provide people with a balance of feeling, you know, the rewards of really helping people um, and seeing tangible revitalization happen while exercising their lending skills. Mm-hmm.
0: That's great. Um, I, I, You know, I, I noticed on your website that um, you talk about investing in NJCC. Who would someone contact if they wanted to participate uh... in this program
1: well our, our chief investment officers his name is Mark Munley and his contact information would be on the website uh, my advice would be to contact him he's very well known throughout the state specifically in jersey city and uh make sure that we receive the funds. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful.
0: Well, you know, believe it or not, our time is up, and I um, want to, to thank you both for coming on the program. It's our pleasure. Yep, for thank us. you, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Ken Bland, who is the lending officer, and Ms. Brittany Austin, who is the social impact analyst for New Jersey Community Capital. Thank you for coming on the program. Thank our
1: you. My pleasure. Thank, thank you. you.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for this weekend. We hope that you've enjoyed this program talking about community lending. Again, you can go to uh, their their website, which is org. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for leadership. Have a great weekend. And remember, leadership begins with you.